Thanks for joining us on Life Songs, and I'm very excited to be talking to my pastor, my friend, Patrick Egan from Celebration Church. Patrick, what's up, man? Man, it's great talking to you. We haven't talked in forever, and we go back a long way, so whenever I don't get to hear your voice, I always miss it, man. Uh, we were actually in each other's weddings. Like We really go back a long way. We do. And I'm sorry about the pictures. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> Celebration Church has been literally made national headlines. You've been featured on local news. Uh, a lot of great work is happening through the the large network of Celebration Church in response to Hurricane Ida. But I, I wondered if you could give us a, a quick rundown of what is happening. Yeah, we were blessed early on to build a partnership with Mercy Chefs. They set up right on the parking lot of our Metairie New Orleans campus here on Airline Drive, and they've been averaging pretty close to 20,000 meals a day. Some of those they're serving, they, they were serving right in our parking lot. Others they were distributing out to other nearby churches, really letting them be the heroes of their community, which I really respect. To date, we've served over 200,000 meals in partnership with them. So that's been wow. amazing. Uh, you know, this was one of those things where we're the church and we respond to the disaster, but we're also very much personally affected by it. And so it's taken people a lot of time to get back into home and, and sort out their lives. But really quickly, we got our feet on the ground and we started figuring out, okay, who needs gutting jobs? And at times, volunteers were hard to come by. And so it was our staff. It was our staff going and helping gut people's house out, uh, cutting down trees, cleaning up debris. And I, I think those are going to be needs for a long time. There's going to be a long-term need for gutting and cleaning out houses. There's going to be a long-term need even for provisions, for things like diapers, water, Power's coming back on in the city, but somehow these trucks would just show up on our parking lot and offload pallets. And we'd like, okay, we got to give this stuff away. So figuring out how we can give it away. And I think there's going to be a resourcing need here for a long time as well. The logistics of emergency response are just incredible. And anyone who's participated in it knows the fact that Celebration has so many people willing to just say, hey, what can I do to serve is is wonderful. And we've seen it lived out really well. That's a whole lot of people. It's a whole lot of people waiting in line to get a new roof. It's a whole lot of people looking for help with gutting out their home. It's a lot of people experiencing a lot of hurt. One of the beautiful things about the Capital C Church is that the the titles and the addresses no longer matter. Yeah. When, so what can the Capital C Church, the Life Songs family, people from all over Southeast Louisiana, what can we do to help? Number one, I would say just find ways to get in the fight. You don't have to look hard to find hurting people. You can drive down a street and find a house with a blue roof. More than likely, the situation under that blue roof is going to be pretty nasty and need some help. You can drive down the street and find people with downed trees. What we did is we created a Google Doc where anyone in the world could sign up for assistance. And we do our best to get there when we can get there and do what we can do, you know? But really that's something that any church, any group of Christians can do, can circulate, hey, sign up. Truth is you don't need a whole lot of skills to carry people's downed sheetrock out of their house, to carry their insulation out. All you really need is a pair of gloves and a mask and a willingness to get dirty and get sweaty. So my recommendation for Christians, for churches, find a way of organizing an awareness of the need and then mobilizing your people to the need. Not every church is going to be able to send out 10 or 20 teams a week to do all these different things. Not every church can warehouse pallets of items, but I think every church can find ways of identifying the need, 
then identifying the people in the congregation with the resources or capabilities and going and meeting those needs. This is a time for the church to really rise up and be compassionate and show the love of Jesus as they preach the love of Jesus. I hate the idea that there's one person who needs help that we can't help. And so I, I just pray that God will send all the help uh, for us to begin to direct and send to those we know who are in need. That's, that's what's most heartbreaking and devastating, this idea that they're hurting people and we don't know how to help them. No missing anyone through the cracks. That, that will yeah. be a great prayer for us to pray. Patrick from Celebration Church, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me. It's good to see your face and God's going to continue to use all the efforts, even the exhausted efforts. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Josh.